Sophia's Choice, a Golden Girls podcast. My name's Brent, and I'll be hosting this week's episode. If this is your first time joining us, just know that I'm an older gentleman who enjoys waking up in the morning and reminiscing about a skinny Sinatra. <laughs> joining me this week is a man with a broken hip and a fondness for bran muffins, Alan. Hello. And joining us is an incontinent gentleman that's learned to laugh about it, Ski. I laugh to the tears. <laughs> So in this week's episode, uh, Ski's going to be telling us about old boyfriends. If there's any time left, Alan will be recapping Season 7, Episode 14. (laughs) (laughs) After that, we'll pick our MVP and award the episode update slices of cheesecake. Without further delay, here's a man with intelligence, class, and the self-awareness to know that I'm being genuine. Alan. (laughs) Thank you. I thought we were talking about my boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's still introducing me, but you can, of course, we always allow someone to yeah. Yeah. Where to start? Yeah. Riff a little bit before yeah. we actually start. Yeah. Hmm. I don't really have any boyfriends. Absent-minded Alan has lost his uh, brand muffin. He's yes. trying to find it. <laughs> oh, I've I've apparently left my phone, um, which is fine. Um, I did have ah, Ski has found it. Great. Uh, because I did have listener interaction. <laughs> Alan found his misplaced jitterbug. Yeah. <laughs> Well, luckily, I got one of the newer models that does allow me emojis. Exactly. <laughs> I know from all the eggplants I've gotten from you. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about eggplant emojis when you said that your daughter's watch gets in emojis, um, but I thought better of it. Thank you. It's like, we're not talking about Ski's daughter. So yeah. We'll yeah. Um, anyways, uh, well, I did have one listener interaction yeah. if you guys didn't have anything. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Okay, good deal. Now, this is a relatively short one, but uh, from Jennifer. Yeah. Um, she said, this was in relation to, I think when I was, uh, you know, I had given my list of death-related puns. Oh, yeah. That I liked. Yeah. And then you, after the episode, you know, wiped your ass with the list that I had given. <laughs> I still remember it differently, yeah. but. <laughs> and then I think I had made the comment the following episode about how I considered just ending the, the episode at just that point. Ghosting the listeners. Exactly. <laughs> and so... She sent a, a little GIF, GIF, which do you prefer, Brent? GIF. GIF, okay. Um, then she said, uh, Alan, after Brent read lines, uh, or redlined his list of death catchphrases, <laughs> <laughs> and it had uh, like two people playing a board game, and then one of them winning, and then the one flipping the board oh, game yeah. over <laughs> in anger. You should um, tell her we had a video that was very much the same. I think we talked about it on, the, on one of the episodes recently, <laughs> um, but I said that... Uh, that may not have happened on the outside, but it definitely did in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't believe I have any other listener interactions, but let me take a quick look and see if anything has come in, you know, just in the time that we've been down here. Mm-hmm. It has not. <laughs> uh, so did, did you, either of you have anything else before I jump into the episode? It, it's not really related to absolutely anything at all. Um that's what we're here Most for. Most of our best content is <laughs> yeah, not. Exactly. Remember, um, we were talking about, um, there's like the Funko board game for the Golden Girls. Right, yeah. Um, and we're like, oh, maybe we'll play that, you know, um, some time's, week or whatever. Time's running out if we want to yeah. play some of that stuff. Well, like, I went through and read the rules and everything. It just didn't seem like very fun or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I was at Half Price Books and, like... I guess I sort of knew this, but any of the Funko games, you can mix and match the characters. Okay. So if you wanted to have Batman show up in Diagon Alley for your Harry Potter one or whatever, you can or whatever. 
and I was there at um, Half Price Books looking at their Funko games or whatever, and they had the uh, the Marvel Thanos one. And I was like, oh, well, that would be the fun. Right. <laughs> gold Snap half the goldens out of existence. Yeah, that would make sense because they yeah. only give you two goldens in exactly. the box set anyway. So then you have an explanation. Exactly. <laughs> so you know why Sophia and Dorothy or whichever the two that are yeah, missing are. Yeah, Dorothy and Sophia, yeah. Okay. And I'm sure it came down to because, like, like the Harry Potter, they did a couple of waves. So I'm I'm sure they were like, okay, we'll put Dorothy and Sophia in wave two. And oh, yeah. They just discontinued it before they got that far. <laughs> yeah, I think they kind of gave up on the games in general, it yeah. seems. Um, at least, not all the games, but at least those pop-related games. Yeah. yeah. Like they kind of went the way of the Dodo. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. It's the way shame. of the Coco, yeah. <laughs> as I like to say. <laughs> How excited would you be? I would have to think you'd buy one for your desk if they came out with the Cocoa Pop. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. They don't really do any deep dives on the Golden Girls with yeah. their pop. So far, there's only been the main characters in two or three different outfits. Yeah. So, You know what my favorite deep dive Funko figure is? Oh, what, what's that? Um, it's from the Brady Bunch. Uh, they have a George Glass. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> it's just an empty box. But oh. <laughs> Is that a joke? Um, it was uh, Marcia's Invisible Boyfriend. Yeah. Well, I know, but uh, I'm assuming then they did not make a, a pop box <laughs> for that character, correct? No, they did. The box is empty because like, George doesn't exist. I understand, but that must have not been a real thing that they sold. I think they did. I doubt it. Unless <laughs> I hope it was a discount. No, it's just buying the box, right? I You're think... buying the joke. I think someone may have produced something like that as a joke, but I don't think that Funko actually created it and sold an empty box that was just labeled as George Glass. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Um, on the eBay, it's currently going between 46 and $51. Okay. Um, That's got some insurance for them to buy. <laughs> well, it, but to be fair, okay, it is part of a two-pack with Jan Brady. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then never mind. Then okay, that, yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. So, yeah, because that, that definitely makes more sense. Had it just been literally um, an empty box yeah. <laughs> that said George <laughs> Glass on it, then I would have had more of an issue with that. But I would have to assume they probably sold it for a price that would be commiserate with one or yeah. slightly more than one, like a $13 yeah. you know, box or something. Yeah, you got the double wide box. Yeah. So. Uh, any any other non sequiturs? Um, I'm good for right now. Okay. I'm kind of hungry, feeling peckish. Mm-hmm. I wish I had some Doritos. Well, I mean, Ski had some Doritos earlier, and it yeah. didn't turn out well. Almost <laughs> so. <was> a widow maker. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, well, do you need to take a pause to go up and get some know. food? Or I don't you... know how those Frito-Lays can sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. On the graze of their enemies, that's how. Exactly. <laughs> I guess they have a Dorito-flavored Slim Jim. Oh, yeah? That you can snap into, you know. Hmm. That would, I think that sounds like that'd be all right. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy a Dorito-flavored taco. So I heard about that, too, but it's not the traditional flavors of, of Dorito. Okay. So apparently it's like a sweet chili lime or something. Oh, okay. Doritos. But, okay, uh, but it's still like a flavor you could get as yes, a Dorito. Yes, okay. yes. It's just not your nacho cheese or, or your cool, cool ranch, ranch yeah, or whatever. Like the yeah. two big ones. Gotcha, gotcha. I heard about that on the radio, actually, the hmm. other day. Hmm. Would you snap into a Slim Jim that gave you a Baja Blast to the mouth? I don't like Baja Blast, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Here we are, I'm at Ski's old boyfriend again. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to open the door for you, sir. <laughs> you I just called him Slim. Ah. I left off the gym. Because <laughs> <laughs> last time he was like, my name is James. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a friend named James, by the way, and his wife calls him Jim. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really annoying to the rest of us because everyone's always called him James, and then she just decided that, nope, I'm calling you Jim, mm-hmm. and then that's uh, yeah. the way it's been. I don't know. I guess whatever. It's, I guess she can. To me, it's not like a pet name. Like if she decided she was going to call him Pookie Bear mm-hmm. and just stuck yeah. with that, I'd be totally fine with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, yeah, I don't think that James is a dignified man's name, so it's mm-hmm. going to be Jim from now on. Yeah, yeah. That's what bothers me about it. Yeah, she's just trying to let him know his past is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if we don't have anything else, I'll just jump in. Uh, Golden Girls season oh. seven. Yeah. Oh, um, I had a follow-up from um, 
two weeks ago okay. or whatever. Um, so I went ahead and reconvened the um, athletic commission, oh. and, and they reconfirmed that Larry Bird was athlete of the century. Oh, okay. So still, if I just so I can make sure I remember the bylaws, um, there's only one member of that commission, though, correct? Yes, but we had a quorum. So oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know how hard those are to get. <laughs> we did nominate Manute Bull. <laughs> he so was edged we... out by Dikimbo. <laughs> Dikimbo. <laughs> what, what did I say? You said Dikimbo. It's Dikimbe. Um, Dikimbe okay. Mutombo. Um, That's kind of like a combo name. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I feel like it's just Brent shipping his first and last name. <laughs> How do you spell Dikimbe Mutombo? <laughs> Mutombo. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a D I K E M B A or B E, um, and then Mutombo M U T U M B O. I got it close enough that it's like, did you mean Mutombo? <laughs> so, all right. So we got just type in waving your finger. <laughs> it can be Matumbo. Yeah, because he's like, you know, he's, More of a he's Congolese. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Brent, did you have anything else about Dikimbe you wanted to add in? <laughs> or no. now that you've already established good old Dikimbo. Larry has the Sophia's Choice seal of approval. Um, yeah. We're good to go. All right. <laughs> I was looking at anagrams for Dikimbe Matumbo, and there was nothing really good. <laughs> I mean, there's like a thousand of them. Like, right. You know, nothing. nothing. Yeah. That's worth it to you. Exactly. Fair enough. All right. Well, again, Golden Girls season seven, episode fourteen, "Old Boyfriends." Yeah. Originally aired uh, January fourth of nineteen ninety two. Yeah, that old break. Yep. Uh, written by uh, Jerry, or excuse me, Jamie Wooten and Mark Cherry. Directed by Peter D. Byte. Gaffed by Jim Orthel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three time MVP. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, well, uh, looking for love in all the wrong places. We start the episode with Sophia cruising the personals, ISO, FS, SM, preferably DDF and DTF, and a <laughs> FWB relationship and potential BF with BDE. Mm-hmm. It's also Ski's personalized plate. Right. <laughs> for the uninitiated, um, <laughs> that would be ISO in search of a financially secure single male Preferably uh, drug and disease free and down to fuck uh, <laughs> for a uh, friends with preferably ben- drug and disease free. Yeah, it's like beggars can't be choosers. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I mean they are old. Like, what do you consider drugs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I take this for my yeah. glaucoma. <laughs> exactly, uh, severe glaucoma. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for a uh, friends with benefit relationship and a potential boyfriend with energy Brent does not have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She uh, finds a potential match in a man who knows that if you uh, laugh, the whole world laughs with you, but if you shit your pants, the whole world still laughs at you. (laughs) Um, Moving on, though, she settles for an elderly bloke who likes Italian food, Frank Sinatra, and waking up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And much, much uh, similar to Brent. Yes. <laughs> Are you a big fan of Frank, of Frank Sinatra? Yeah, I am. You seem like you would be. Yeah, as much as the next guy. Right. Well, maybe not as much as uh, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rose walks in and tells the girls uh, her old buddy, uh, Thor Anderson, is coming to town. Only problem is she doesn't know any Thor Anderson. Mm-hmm. So. That uh, I, I like that first scene overall, <laughs> but I thought it, I thought that first scene set up both A and B story quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty pretty much out of the gate. Yeah, so we know Sophia's going to be dating some dude, and that Rose is going to be seeing a, <laughs> a second time in three weeks that a golden is going to be seeing a, an old flame that she has no memory of. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I found least, it. Pre- go ahead. I was going to say at least this one's a celebrity. True. <laughs> I found it was interesting though that directly after the episode where like. Uh, she was like suspicious of Miles, or I guess Blanche was more suspicious, mm-hmm. but had uh, had him tailed, if, if even briefly. Uh, she dates someone else. <laughs> they do play sometimes a little fast and loose with the Rose Miles relationship. Yeah, because yeah. Um, even if someone wanted to come to town, like I feel like that'd be the first thing you would say is like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I do have a boyfriend." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy clearly has feelings, even if you didn't remember him at all. You'd be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, but." I'm yeah. in a serious relationship. Yeah, we can hang out, yeah. but understand this. Yeah, we can have coffee, but not dinner. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you know. 
or whatever Miles' rules are. Yeah, know. she's had a few handful, a handful of things like that that yeah, yeah, were yeah. questionable, uh-huh. at least. Um, so anyway, uh, did you guys have anything else though for that opening that you wanted to add? I'm Not okay. yet. Okay. Maybe later. Well, then it won't be for the opening later. Um, I can loop back. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hinder <laughs> your banter. Uh-huh. Um, well, then, uh, in scene two, we're in the living room now, and Sophia is tramping herself up in preparation for a date. Uh-huh. Uh, Blanche tells her that playing hard to get drives a man crazy, and Dorothy replies, "Read that somewhere, did you?" Oh, that was a solid burn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and Sophia's age, though, she can't afford to play hard to get. Like, oh, sure, yeah. You know, t- clock's ticking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she even, she hard even to get it, didn't she? through the date, perhaps. By the end of the night, she got a, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, pretty mm-hmm. much chips on the table. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Did, didn't she even say something like, it's between me and the le- clot in his leg or yeah. something? <laughs> kind of the, uh, that was pretty funny. Um, Who gets him first? So the uh, the doorbell rings and in walks Vinton Harper himself. Yay! AKA the God of Thunder, AKA Thor. Uh-huh. Uh, he greets Rose in an all too familiar way uh-huh. and then leaves almost immediately to freshen up at his hotel. Uh-huh. I feel like we've seen that happen multiple, multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. yes. It's basically just to insert the yeah. character early mm-hmm. so that, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Just say, hey, I'm here. Good to see you. Right. See you later, though. Well, we know that Thor has come via bus ride to get to Miami to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, theoretically, he would have had to have a taxi bring him to the house yeah. so that he could then say hi to Rose and then immediately <laughs> leave again and go to his yeah. hotel. Yeah. You don't think the bus stops right in front of their house? <laughs> like this, the inter, interstate bus? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Greyhound? Exactly. <laughs> <didn't> doubt it. <laughs> The mega bus has a stop in front of the Frida Claxon tree. Yeah. <laughs> Memorial tree. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, so. a good callback. Mm-hmm. That was very solid. I've been paying attention. I wouldn't have remembered her name <laughs> had she not said that. Uh, well, uh, Rose still has no idea who he is, but it's saying Olaf Hospitality demands that she continue the ruse. Mm-hmm. Um, a moment later, Sophia's date shows up. The feelings you hurt may be your own. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, so, Sophia's date shows up in a way that would make any woman swoon, accompanied by his sister. Mm-hmm. Things are about to get freaky deaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, broken down Marvin can't drive, so his uh, sister will be their chauffeur. Primetime TV's first trouble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully, uh, Sophia ate broccoli earlier because she doesn't have grass and nobody rides her for You don't know that she doesn't have grass. Oh, I guess that's true. We don't know if she has glaucoma or anything, but I doubt that Florida was that permissive at the time. So, Oh, okay. I didn't say legal. Oh, well, that's true as well. I thought he was talking about on our field. Uh. <laughs> Wow, that's a different direction. What <laughs> an odd, you know, uh, segue. But I do wonder if people go bald down there. I mean, I would assume so. I mean, I would think, but at the same time, like even bald people, like bald men, usually have like arm arm hair and whatnot. Yeah, males so. that are in baldness and stuff it usually have to do with the hair follicles on your head. Yeah, are being are different than the rest of your body. So yeah, I don't know. I. I I would imagine there are conditions that could cause it to happen, but I doubt that it's part of the natural aging process. Sure. You go bald everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I I would say I'll have to look into that, but I don't care enough to do so. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have any issues with losing hair on other. I don't have. Luckily, I'm not losing hair on any parts of my body yet. Mm -hmm. So, Um, and I I come from a long line of men with a good head of hair, so I think I, you know, will hopefully be good for at least a few more years. Yeah. I know out of the three of us, he's the only one getting bald. Is that right? I don't think he's referring to uh, to your male patterns. <laughs> or at least not those male patterns. Uh, I wasn't. <laughs> I was referring to your old boyfriends. <laughs> What's going on on your wrist there, Ski? That looks like a lesion. Oh, this? Yeah. Oh, uh, did I tell you guys I fell down the stairs last week? <laughs> no. no Who stairs? So. Did you even remember? Yeah, so I've got a... Fell down or uh, thrown down? <laughs> Might as well been thrown. Did you so my back just... talked to Nicole. <laughs> yeah, right. And I got a scrape on here too. I was holding the baby. Oh jeez. Did you use it to break your fall? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
<laughs> that was Ski's thought. He's like, I've heard of baby bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> this this arm has a problem raising up at this point. Oh, really? It hurts so bad. Uh, Nicole actually uh, looked at my butt yesterday. He's got a permanent stranger. All over on it. <laughs> Well, that's nothing new, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be unnatural if it wasn't bruised. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was more like, "Shoo, your bruises are still there." Exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got these scrapes from the uh, carpet as I fell. Okay. How many steps did you hit on the way down? Probably most of them, but mm-hmm. the baby was fine, thank God. Was it like a straight flight down, or? Uh, yeah. Okay. You didn't like stop and pivot at the landing, and no, <laughs> no, no landing, just a straight shot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was near the top step when my feet went out from under me, and mm-hmm. uh, Nicole rushed over, and I was just I quickly handed her the baby and made sure he was okay. But mm-hmm. and then proceeded on down. Right, right. Must have been telling you time and again, you can't be drinking when you're taking care of that baby. I'll do what I want. <laughs> I mean, I guess the free babysitter is the babysitter. You know, mm-hmm. you get, <laughs> you beggars get... can't be choosers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what's your alternative? Sitting at a different table? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have we have a drum set here. We should do more uh... <laughs> more rim shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> after they leave. Dorothy knows that she always hoped her mother would meet a nice couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a solid. That was a good one, yeah. yeah. Button to the scene. You always want your parents to have more than you didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, I don't know. She had a good couple too. Stan and whoever he was with. Yeah, <laughs> she was the third wheel <laughs> yeah, of her own marriage. Yeah, she just didn't realize, but still, nonetheless. So anyway. Uh, Getting into the next scene. A new night is here, and Rose is imploring Blanche to eat dinner with her and Thor as she still cannot remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanche inquires how many boyfriends Rose could have had, and she states that she had 56 in the year between being a senior in high school and getting with Charlie. Uh, Dorothy crowns her the Grand Poobah of Slutdom and proclaims her as the easiest woman in the room, to which Blanche takes offense. Now... I have a little bit of an issue with the term boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fine if she said she dated 56 guys. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with I don't think there's anything wrong with either side of it. Who cares? Yeah. But I think that for someone to be considered a boyfriend or a girlfriend. There has to be some level of commitment. Exactly. Well, she brought him to a feverish ecstasy. I mean, I suppose, but then she also said that she didn't have intercourse with any of them. Although I guess, you know, there's plenty you can do to get to a feverish ecstasy that don't involve intercourse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know, I still, if you're only using that as the qualifier for someone being called your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatnot, mm-hmm. I guess. But to me, I feel like you wouldn't call someone your boyfriend unless there had been some level of commitment between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that you could reach that level of commitment 56 times in 52 weeks. So, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> What's the most girlfriends you've ever had in one year? Oh, in a year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, You're much more of a player than Ski and I are, or at least, <laughs> you know, I think throughout the course of your life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, between three and five, probably. Okay, so a little less than the 56. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't collecting promise rings like it's a janitor's keychain or something. <laughs> He's no Rose Nyland, oh, That's though. true. Or Lindstrom. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I was definitely more of a Thor Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Pining for 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyways, uh, let's see, where was I at? Uh, so Sophia comes in, and she asks for help in uh, prying Marvin away from his sister. Apparently, mm-hmm. every time they go to get together, you know, the sister's there with her. Yeah. Uh, we get some more indications that Rose played fast and loose with the fellows. And Dorothy mm-hmm. offers to pick up Marvin uh, so that the sister can stay home and the two of them can have some time together on the couch, I think. Yeah. The plan is that a couple of them are going to be out on the lanai. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what Dorothy was supposed to be doing that day to give them privacy. Maybe just staying out of the room or something. Yeah. But Running interference. Yep. So the uh, the scene ends with Dorothy and Sophia going off to pick out the teeth that she'll be wearing that night. Mm-hmm. That was actually my favorite line from the thing. Yeah, that was really good. Hope she picked the ones with the gold fillings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the grills. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a man likes a little bling. Exactly. Right? 
him birthplace of Lil Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> is is Lil Wayne who you have the CD of? Uh, uh, it wasn't. No, it was Lil Yachty. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was just streaming from the Spotify. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So do you think you'll buy any physical medium of Lil Yachty? Uh, I thought about getting um, um, Gabby the vinyl okay. for her birthday of Lil Yachty. If Lil Yachty like, came out with the Lil Yachty Sings the Standards, <laughs> would you pick that up? Oh, I think so. Okay. I think so. <laughs> you know, uh, Lil Yachty does Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Lil Yachty does the Great American Songbook. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish the more uh, Yachty does count Bessie. Yeah, <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Little Yachty does Rogers and Hart, and Rogers and Hammerstein is the follow up. <laughs> That'd be kind of great. I mean, it would not cater to I'm sure almost any of Little Yachty's current fans, uh-huh. but still, I love the idea of somebody just doing some concept albums like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All the s- soundtrack from like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Lily Yachty does Quiznos commercials. <laughs> and none of it done in a way that's like, it's not like Lily Yachty's version. It's just him doing the standard version of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very faithful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not remixes. Or exactly. Like that. Um, well, anyways. Uh, He's like, you can't approve upon this. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's already solid gold. <laughs> There's a reason it's a standard. Exactly. Maybe maybe a lot of commentary between songs. Mm. Yeah. Well, like, um, so, yeah, it's like one of those things that, like, you know, somebody just backed a truck up to Little Yachty's house, mm-hmm. and they're like, listen, you know, we own the... Uh, the songwriting publishing for these songs, but ain't nobody covering them. So <laughs> we're going to give you all of this money if you'll just sing Come Rain or Come Shine or yeah. whatever. We need to get this to the next generation. Exactly. It's not a bad idea, honestly, yeah. although I'm sure a lot of that shit's starting to get almost the public domain. Yeah. <laughs> so, probably, probably not a lot of truckloads of money yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be backed up. He didn't say, uh, like, moving trucks. Could be, like, pickups. Yeah. Tonka trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Just an old S10. Yeah. We got two Ford F-150s in the back. Fucking F-150s, man. <laughs> Did not expect that to be a right, controversial. Response, yeah. I, so, you guys probably know a bit about this. Um, so, you know the... Uh, the parking garage hooked on to the convention center, the government center. Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, those are not, you know, the widest spots. Right. You know? So, my wife and I went to the Indians game last night, and it's like, oh, well, we'll just park there. And we get there, and it's like, you know, $20 for event parking. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. That's to be expected. Okay. And then, like, we pull in, and there's, you know, a 1,000 F-150 trucks leaving. And I was like, what the? And then, like, all of the spots that are occupied are all occupied by those big F-150 trucks. And, of course, you know, they're driven by old middle-aged guys, so they back into the spot or whatever. But, like, whenever there was a spot available, those trucks are on either side of the line. So it's not big enough for, you know, my normal-sized car or whatever. And... Uh, whatever, so we, you know, pretty much drive up, you know, to the fourth level or whatever, finally get to some empty spots that I could fit into, you know. And so, but it was that freaking, um, the NRA convention was in town. Uh-huh. And Yo, that's why, what a- like, once I got to the second row, and I was like, what's up with all these trucks? And then I started paying more attention to them. It's like, oh, MAGA stickers, you know, <laughs> gun sight decals. Oh, yeah, the NRA convention's in town. So that's what it was. It was inconveniencing. Make any new friends downtown? <laughs> I did not. I did not. And it goes I hope you didn't back. Make any enemies. <laughs> and, it, and it goes back to you know content that was cut from last week's episode. Ah. That you know I'm an inclusive fella, but I'm only inclusive towards other people who are inclusive. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, which means I'm not inclusive, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's a catch-22. You discriminate <laughs> only against the discriminatory. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it's a tough road. It's a tough line to, to tow. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. 
All right. Well, um, we'll we'll not get Brent on the subject of F one fifties again. <laughs> you said it. I just had a flashback. No, that was and... great. That was perfect. Uh, introduction. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's a bit later now, and uh, Blanche and Roserello and I having drinks with Benton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we find out that uh, Thor used to be nicknamed Skipper because he loved to skip, and who doesn't? Honestly. Exactly. I I had a hard time in gym class when we'd had the skipping section, the mm-hmm. module for that. Um, well, so after, now, this, I'll just tell you right now, I'll, I'll spoil a little bit. This got him the MVP of this episode for me, but after he goes off skipping to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, I love that little yeah. piece. You know Kim Barry does his own stunts? Oh, really? <laughs> All the skipping <laughs> does on his own? <laughs> does. Not bringing in a ringer, you know. Although if they would have, like, cut to, like, a back of Luke Rigno. Right. <laughs> 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 That would have been kind of great, though. <laughs> kind of like when the, the Rose was doing her dance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the somersault. Exactly. Um, or the round off or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, but after he does go off, skipping off, Rose does remember that uh, she used him to make Charlie jealous. Like, it all kind of comes back, mm-hmm. or at least some of it comes back to her, yeah. not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes back and tells Rose that he loves her and that he's been waiting for her for 40 years mm-hmm. and uh, that he wants to take her back to St. Olaf. Yeah. So, I, I can I can understand. Yeah, I'm not condoning it or approving or agreeing or you know, whatever you know, but I can understand a teen girl being like, "Oh, I'm going to date Skipper," um, in order to make Charlie jealous. Sure. You know, okay, that makes sense to me. Now the other fifty five guys, right. <laughs> <laughs> that seems I should just rub in salt in old yeah. Charlie's wounds. <laughs> Well, I'd like to think that it wasn't until after Guy 55 that she finally laid eyes on Charlie, and she's mm. like, that's the one that well, I want. Well, didn't she but meet Charlie not... when he was like eight, though? Well, Showing sure, but... Well, that, on the side of the road? Like, if... Like, it's to make Charlie jealous. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if he was forgiving of the first 55 guys, I can't imagine old Skipper's going to be the one that... Oh, right. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem like that'd be the one that'd really get his dander. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, she's dating the nerdiest dude in school. Uh-huh. Um, but... <laughs> but, yeah, he wants to take her back to St. Olaf. It's like, and... I get that I'm not the first man on the moon, but... <laughs> To follow Skipper? <laughs> no, ma'am. I see again, but right here, we already talked about it a bit, but right here is where she'd be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm in a relationship yeah. right now. Like, yeah. it's great that we've gotten to catch Easy up. Easy out. Yeah, you don't have to be like, I don't remember you at all, other mm-hmm. than that I used you and mm-hmm. that I don't have the same feelings. You just want to be like, yeah, you know, we had great times back then. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Exactly. She's like, I used you like the tissue I used on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we don't know that he was one of the ones that she raised to ecstasy. Right. Well, and, and to Rose, I bet perhaps... she did, that's why I put the spring in the step. <laughs> <laughs> maybe raising to ecstasy, maybe Rose has such a high opinion of herself that just a mere kiss raises them to the peak of ecstasy. Mm. So, yeah. Or maybe there's a lot of really excitable kids in the St. Olaf. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe she was an ecstasy oh. dealer. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then that would make sense to have as many customers as possible. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, true. Exactly. In order to build your brand. Yeah. She didn't mention all the women she brought to ecstasy. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and she, uh, Rose had said that she had something she needed to tell him before he, you know, mm-hmm. reveals his feelings mm-hmm. and then decides to pivot and uh, let him know that Blanche doesn't wear underwear. Mm-hmm. I, I guess she does just say her roommate doesn't wear underwear, mm-hmm. but I think the indication would be Blanche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just assume she never did. Yeah. I mean, that would have been. Although I guess he doesn't know her well enough to know mm-hmm. that she, yeah, you know, is a fun-loving lady. I had a real quick insert there. Yeah, go ahead. Like, freaking, he's been pining for her this long time, right? Mm-hmm. To assume that mm-hmm. he can come back into her life within days mm-hmm. and convince her not only to you know take her on as his boyfriend or as, take him on as her boyfriend again, mm-hmm. or however he viewed it before, yeah. and to move away from her whole life. Back to St. Olaf. That's a pretty tall ask. Yeah. It would be different if he said he wants to move there. Um, Or or date her again to get to know her again. Because they've been completely dissociated for decades. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I can't imagine anybody 
who can only afford to take the bus <laughs> has a lot of the BDE. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you definitely get the impression that it's like he only had eyes for Rose, and so there mm-hmm. had to be part of him that in his delusion uh-huh. felt that, like, she had been waiting, you mm-hmm. know, essentially as soon as Charlie died, had he had the money to get that bus ticket, right. um, mm-hmm. then he would have been able nine to, years yeah. to save up for, yeah. yeah. What bus did he take? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Solid gold bus that was willing to make stops wherever he wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so he's just paying the fare a dollar twenty-five at a time. <laughs> what, what, what he meant is to buy the bus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would make him a lot less of a loser had that been the case. But. All right. Well, we uh, move into the living room, and uh, Sophia is forcing Marvin to cop a feel. Um, she wants Marvin to kiss her and starts trash talking to sister Sarah. Uh, Marvin employs implores Sophia to stop, and eventually reveals that Sarah is not his sister and is, in fact, his wife. Freaky deaky. Uh-huh. Uh, Sophia claims that Dorothy is her lesbian lover and uh, surmises that Marvin and Sarah are trying to lure a cutie like her into their web of sex games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love that Dorothy's like, uh, you probably, I don't want to get ahead of it, but no, like, go ahead. she's like, just a, sen- sen- uh, just a scene later when, uh, uh, his wife arrives. Uh, she admits, "I didn't want to have to tell you this." And Dorothy's like, "You did want her for sex game." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's still even just later in this scene because I think she shows up. Yeah, yeah, it's just seconds later, probably. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she shows up, and uh, Marvin tells her that the jig is up. Uh, there's more to this story than we could have possibly imagined. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been lying because Sarah's dying, and her <laughs> replacement wife is what she's been eyeing. Look at that. I'm a poet and didn't even know I was rhyming those words, but it happened anyway. (laughs) I'll have to admit that I stole that. Um, Mm -hmm. Do do you recognize what it's from? Yeah, yeah, I can't place it, though. It's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Captain Holt, he says something like, meat from the street, that would be a treat. (laughs) And then he goes into... Look at that. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know those words were going to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened anyway. <laughs> That's my favorite scene of any show I've watched recently. Right. Yeah. That's a good one. It really got me. That's a show that um, you know, we've debated going back and watching. Because like, we watched like the first two, three seasons, mm-hmm. so the final two, three seasons would be brand new to us. Oh, okay. You know, so. Uh, we're most of the way, at least over halfway through season two at this point. And yeah. it's, is it still recording new episodes or is it? No, no but it, it was one of those shows that I think jumped around to a couple of different networks mm-hmm. and, you know, had a little bit of a tumultuous time, but it did yeah. come Is it on to, a streaming service now? Yeah. That's how you guys are watching it. But. Yeah, we're watching it on um, Peacock right yeah. now. I'm not sure if it's on Hulu. Or I thought it was because that's what we have. Oh, okay. But maybe they've taken it off since we last saw it. It could whatever. be. I mean, Usually, Peacock, yeah, sometimes it's a fight for rights. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Peacock moved a bunch of stuff from other streaming services, yeah. like it, The Office and whatnot. Yeah. I, and it may come down to because it was like it was on Fox at first, mm-hmm. so maybe Hulu can still have it or something. Could be. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know who owns it, but yeah. Um, I was going to say we're watching Mike and Molly, oh, which we've never watched before. So you like that so far? It is. It's it's enjoyable and pleasantly surprised. Like I thought that was Melissa McCarthy's first big role. Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, well, she was on Gilmore Girls. Oh, that either. Oh, it's a great show. I love me some Gilmore Girls. Um, so, um, yeah, it was one of those things like Helena had suggested it because I think she had seen some of it before or whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, we'll watch three episodes and then she'll lose interest and we'll move on to something else. Right. And, then, and we both, I think I actually enjoy it more than Helena does. Yeah, we've, um, well, the, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine is our family show at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, I don't know what we're going to watch next. I was inclined to go towards Community because mm-hmm. I've never seen it and I've only heard oh, good things so about good. it. Uh, Joey, though, is begging to watch Big Bang Theory just because mm-hmm. he wants to watch Young Sheldon. And I mm-hmm. was like, you shouldn't watch Young Sheldon until you watch Big Bang because I I haven't watched Young Sheldon, but mm-hmm. I know a lot that there's... Of context, I'm sure. Exactly. I think there's a, every character in that is referenced, basically, from things they talked about in Big Bang. It's really not, though. Oh, is it not? Like, you don't feel like the two are need to be watched? No. And especially now that, like, Young Sheldon's gotten on, it's... I don't know that it's diverged as far as... But it's definitely... It's a totally different thing, okay. you know? Like, yeah. 
I, I think it, it's its own separate thing. Well, if Sherry's against that one being the next show, um, I don't know. I'm up in the air on it. I mm-hmm. think the kids would like Big Bang Theory as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like even um, Gabby likes it, and then Cassie's watched some episodes and she enjoys it. Yeah, and they watch Young Sheldon too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think you guys could just jump into Young Sheldon and you'd be fine. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, maybe on our on our radar after this, Sherry and I are currently working our way through um, The Last of Us. Mm. Which have you watched any of that no, by no. chance? I, I really liked it. It's been very good. There was an episode. I want to say the third episode had Nick Offerman in it, mm. um, and he was. Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling him and the other guy in that episode will probably get nominated for Emmys for it. Mm-hmm. It was a really solid episode. Yeah. I mean, like I said, overall it's a good show, and mm. still trying to get caught back up on uh, Mandalorian. We're a few episodes, um, yeah, maybe three episodes behind on that right mm-hmm. now. You got a good one in your future. Yeah, it's funny. Is my friend James? He's much more of a cynic. Yeah, than he's I been bad mouthing him. I we've watched the whole season up to now. Oh, okay. We just finished it. I think the other day. Yeah, because he's. I liked them all, honestly. He's progressively been talking about how the episodes were like, oh, this is wor- This episode is worse than one before, and blah blah blah. Worst season yet, yeah. But then the most recent episode, he's like, oh, this was a really great episode. They Ma- could have just it all worth it. Yeah. Cut out the ones prior to this, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Again, I'm. I'm much more forgiving to shows in general, yeah. so yeah. I have a feeling I'll enjoy all of them up to that point. Yeah. Uh, Chaz, have anything else to add prior to uh, the next scene? I also like the Mandalorian. Okay, well, good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I rewatched um, uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's good. Uh, the, in preparation of Guardians, or just because uh, you wanted to see it again? Just um, yeah, I just wanted to see it again. Um, I started watching it with Cassidy, and we watched. It's only six episodes. We watched the first three together, oh, okay. and then she just lost interest. And then I just felt like it was hanging out there, and I was yeah. like, "Well, I'm just going to burn through the last three episodes." Yeah. Well, I told Joey I was because we still haven't finished that up that series either, mm-hmm. and I told Joey I was like, "Listen, with Guardians coming out, I think there's a reasonable chance, given that this is a cosmic based hero, mm-hmm. and Guardians, of course, takes place yeah. out in outer space. Yeah. There could be, even if it's post credit scenes or whatever, yeah. there could be some sort of overlap." between these two and so I was like so if you don't care about watching it that's fine but I'm going to finish it like yeah. I'm not going to well and the Marvels is coming out soon too right? Yeah. right yeah that's the one it ties into well I know it ties directly into that but I have a feeling that there could be some lead in from at least the Guardians a, to, Mar- yeah, to Marvel yeah it could at least be like a maybe post, not, post credit or something that's what I was thinking um, but maybe not either way I want to finish it before Guardians gets here regardless yeah. Yeah. So. refresh my memory when is that coming out May 5th is when we're seeing it did you get a ticket for it yet? I have not yet, but I need to. Yeah, I have no idea what the ticket circumstances are at this point as far as uh, how sold I, out it is. But well, I've got the information you guys put on text, so okay. I'll find out where you're sitting and try to get next to you. Yeah, hopefully it works out. Um, well, anyways, uh, well, we come back, and Sophia has to uh, contemplate if she wants to fill Sarah's bloomers. Yeah. Uh, to Dorothy's surprise, Sophia wants to do it. Uh, she figures widowers need love, too, and the bed's already broken in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that. Um, I'm, obviously, we'll get to the resolution here pretty soon in a couple more scenes. But I don't think that I would. You're not gonna take on Nicole once I die. No, I. I, I Next <laughs> week. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're in a different situation. But I don't think I would want to be groomed to be the person <laughs> taking over for someone else. It would just be so awkward and weird. Like. I wouldn't think the person would be ready to have like physical relations and whatnot mm-hmm. with another person. And I mean, granted, these are old, older people, but we definitely have gotten the impression that you know, Sophia is still good Risky to go. As well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't think it would. It would just be too odd of a circumstance. Physically willing, <laughs> right? Uh, well, Thor comes back the next morning, and Rose plans to break the news to him. She tells him that she doesn't remember anything about their time together, including their first kiss. Uh, Thor says it must be brain damage, and to be fair, the headboard she shared with Charlie was well-worn, to say the least. Uh, over and over again, many yep. times. After accepting that he uh, doesn't have a future with Rose, Vent forces himself on her for one last kiss. The kiss jogs her memory about that fateful <laughs> night. Apparently, 40 years of pining doesn't improve his kissing prowess. Well, I mean, if he hasn't been with anybody in that time, too. Oh, right, yeah. If he's <laughs> been, you know... and. It, I don't get the impression they were close at all. So how do you find out that Charlie died other than well, was he like keeping tabs? That'd be my guess, that he's kind of stalking her the entire time. 
Well, I mean, they were living in St. Olaf when Charlie died. Yeah. So uh, Skipper was probably enough. just down the fair street. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I'm even sure still. the whole town knew. It's like, oh, our insurance man's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he had a good policy. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think Skipper was on the, uh, you know, jury. Yeah. When she went to court to get her stuff from the cow. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Real quick. <coughs> yeah. Side note. I would definitely get your ticket soon. It's time to fill up. Yeah. Because, like, you see those, um, like, the two right by itself by the front. Uh-huh. So there's, like, one seat there next to me and then a couple in there next to Alan. But okay, yeah. I'll do it tonight, probably. Yeah. And the one, I can't imagine anybody's going to take the seat next to me. like that Just little, that one by itself? Yeah, yeah that'll be exactly. one of the later ones taken for yeah. sure. But if you want to sit next to Alan, then I would definitely hop to it. Sadly, you probably, not sadly exactly, but if you do have someone next to you, it's probably going to be a weirdo. You know, mm-hmm. a person who goes see movies by themselves. Mm-hmm. A real strangeling. I saw <laughs> strangely. So I had to see uh, Touch of Evil by myself. Yeah, Brent sees a one. fair number of movies by himself. So oh, he was picking on him. Yeah, exactly. This one wouldn't go. So. When I get older, I definitely want to go to. Uh, I, I definitely could see myself going to movies by myself on because mm-hmm. Sherry doesn't care for it that much. Yeah. I like it, and yeah. I don't feel like it always has to be a shared experience. Yeah. So exactly. well, hopefully, we're all retired. We'll just all go together. Mm-hmm. It'll be a, a twice a week thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get our AMC, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Weren't you guys just here last week? Yeah, we've seen them all. But it was... <laughs> mm-hmm. Here for Cocaine Bear 37. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's actually my email address. Oh, is it? <laughs> you had to change it from Chunky Lovers. Exactly. And <laughs> I've been in the gym more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we uh, we finished the story in the swingers' living room Yay. as they celebrate Sophia throwing her keys in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> once Sophia realizes, though, that she could never be loved by Marvin the way he loves Sarah, she decides to end the arrangement. I like to think they just throw their teeth in the bowl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would go well. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, basically, Marvin, uh, you know, he agrees that he'd never wanted this to begin with, and he wanted to spend his last days, you know. With his wife. Yeah, as much as possible, and mm-hmm. uh, he promises to take his own life once Sarah dies, mm-hmm. and a, uh, another Apri story comes to a close. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he kind of alludes to it. He's like, I think when you die, I'll be there very soon after. Yeah, so, exactly. He's like, I'm going to trade in this hall pass for a do well, not resuscitate. Right. <laughs> what they don't tell you, you know, the, the wife is dying, but he's got terminal cancer too, right. just a slightly longer... Uh, yeah. Prognosis. Yeah, she has like two months to live, and he has three. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dying at the age she gave him. Right. He's like, but that one month. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be lonely. All right. Well, uh, we have. Let's see. Uh, three. He didn't acknowledge how dark that was. That, sorry. <laughs> well, Ski went into his thing, and then yeah. it's like hard to circle back around. <laughs> so. I apologize. Try again. Go for it. <laughs> no, no. I felt bad saying it the first time. <laughs> uh, we had three guest actors there. We had uh, Betty Garrett. She played Sarah. 112 titles for her. Uh, 32 as an actor, and this was her only golden girl. Uh, she was on 24 episodes of All in the Family as Irene Lorenzo, um, as well as the uh, one of Ski's favorite movies of all time, The Trail of the Screaming Forehead, of course, is Mrs. Cuddle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then there was a... Uh, loop. there was a Mr. Cuddle? Uh, I mean, I would hope so. Um, I'd like to think cuddle there's someone for everyone. Cuddle with a T-T or a D-D, like Cuddle? C-U-T-T-L-E. Oh, like the fish. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, it's Cuddle weather. Ah. Uh, but uh, Then we had the uh, Louis Gus, or Louis Gus, perhaps. Uh, he played Marvin. 122 titles for him. Also, his only golden girl. He had a lot of different little guest acting spots. Uh, who's the Boss, Quantum Leap, Mad About You, The Nanny. He did five episodes of The Odd Couple and uh, five episodes of Maud, so he mm. had some experience with uh, with B. Arthur, of course. Which Odd Couple? Um, like the, the Klugman Randall one? Yes. Gotcha. And then we also had, of course, uh, Ken Berry. Yeah. Uh, he, he played Thor, 149 titles for him, only 67 as an actor. I was a little surprised. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I think a lot of the other stuff was him as himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this was his only Golden Girls. Of course, 130 episodes of A Mama's Family as mm-hmm. Benton Harper. Mm-hmm. But he was on a lot of the other big shows at the time, uh, mm-hmm. Fantasy Island, Little House on the Prairie, Chips, Love Boat, Brady Bunch. F Troop. Yep, the 65 episodes of F Troop. That was going to be my last credit for him. Um, 
that I will also throw on that he was in for, but those are my dad's favorite show, The Andy Griffith Show. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. So. And he was on in uh, Mayberry RFD. Oh, was he on that as well? Yeah. Um, Same he character, was, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, he was the sheriff after Andy left town. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. I, I'm pleased because I have a bit of a deep dive here. To, uh, Ken to Barry? Enter. Yes. Well, not Ken Barry specifically. Okay. But it is something you'll still be excited about. It's about uh, the Raymart? What's that? About the Raymart? It's about uh, Mama's family. Nice. Okay. So I'm glad I was afraid that, ski, that Brent would step all over this in his intro, mm-hmm. but he didn't at all, so it worked mm-hmm. out well. Yeah. So I wanted to give a few little character overviews, and I don't know how much he knows about Mama's family. Not much, actually. Okay. I've watched, I mean, the... I remember watching uh, a bunch of old type of shows when I was a kid, like like reruns and stuff. And Mama Sue is one of them that we saw quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched it for decades, so I'm not familiar with the characters. Well, I'm going to give some character overviews of three of the characters that appeared on Mama's okay. Family. Okay, so first off, Vinton Harper. Yeah. Um, so Vinton was the youngest of three children of Thelma. You know, mm-hmm. that's Mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and her late husband, Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was often at the mercy of his two older sisters, the snobbish Ellen Jackson yeah. uh, and temp- uh, temperamental foul-mouthed Eunice uh, Higgins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one who was played by Carol Barnett, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, he worked as a, a locksmith at a store called Quick Keys. Uh, two Ks, a little too close to the KKK mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, he met a woman named Mitzi and married her, uh, siring two children, Sonia and Vinton uh, Buzz Harper Jr. Mm-hmm. So does that mean Buzz was his middle name? Hey, well, I guess <laughs> Buzz is a nickname. Side like. note, when uh, many, many years ago, when I went to Florida with uh, my family on vacation one time, uh-huh. we were staying next to uh, uh, the hotel we were staying at. It was like a kind of a, I don't know, like it wasn't like a country club, but it was like a... It was a rental property, basically, right? Okay. So it was, it was kind of clubbish, but sure. mm-hmm. um, right across the street, mm-hmm. uh, we, we took pictures of the place. It was uh, Kathy's Country Kitchen, uh-huh. all okay. caves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a poor choice. <laughs> and we were like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Mitzi had left him as the show began to break into show business in Las Vegas. Turned out, though, that she only found work as a cocktail waitress. And he and his uh, two children moved in with his mother after being evicted from their house. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the backstory of him living yeah. with Mama. Uh, not long after that, he reconnected with a former schoolmate and his mother's next-door neighbor, Naomi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fell in love at first sight despite Thelma's protest, and they got married in, in her house. Mm-hmm. Uh, this only exacerbates the rivalry that Naomi and Thelma had. Uh, they had been planning to move to Arizona to run a trailer park, but their partner had absconded with the money, leaving them broke. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so they're all there together. After a couple of years, uh, Buzz and Sonia move out of the house uh, to parts unknown. Um, and by this time, Naomi and Vint had hoped they would get the bedroom that used to belong to Vint's aunt, uh, Fran Crowley, mm-hmm. uh, who had recently died. That was not to be, however, though, because Vint's nephew, Bubba, had moved, uh, had recently been released to Thelma's custody after Eunice and her husband uh, outright left um, and went to Florida without telling Bubba. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bubba received the bedroom, and Vinton and Naomi stayed in the basement. Mm-hmm. And then although uh, Naomi and uh, had a bond with Buzz and Sonia, they also had their own child named Tiffany Thelma, and finally moved out of the basement at the series end and into a trailer uh, that is uh, in his mother's backyard. Mm-hmm. That's your hope for Alexis, isn't it? That someday she'll live in a trailer in your oh, backyard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Vinton um, was known for his... Maybe a shack. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would be nice, too. Uh, Vinton was known... shack. Yeah. No, <laughs> a lonely shack. <laughs> well, uh, Vinton was known for his clumsiness and also his tendency to not be too bright. Nonetheless, though, he was lovable. Mm-hmm. All right. So now my second character uh, overview mm-hmm. is going to be of Mary Ellen Harper. That's yeah. the, that's Vinton's sister. Okay, mm-hmm. just to jog your memory. Now she's the oldest of Carl and Thelma's children. Uh, even as a child, her snobbish tendencies asserted themselves. She mm-hmm. preferred not to associate with anyone in her family unless it benefited her in some way. She was married to the often spoken of but never seen Bruce Jackson, uh, whom she later divorced. Her relationship with her brother, Vinton Harper, tends to be amicable, although like the rest of the family, she usually dismisses him as a bit dim. Uh, shortly after her divorce from Bruce Jackson, Ellen began to date a much younger man, Glenn, to which Thelma vehemently objected. Uh, she later began seeing uh, Skeletor himself, uh, <laughs> Alvin Tutwiler, who was played by Alan Oppenheimer. Uh, mayor of Raytown, and Ellen's ticket back to the high society that she missed since her divorce. Uh, when the show went into syndication, it was presumed that Ellen still lived in Raytown, but she wasn't seen much after the second season. 
Gotcha. Despite being her mother's favorite, Ellen, like her siblings, uh, isn't spared Thelma's criticism, insults, or wrath. Uh, when she failed to attend her Aunt Fran's funeral, this caused a huge rift in Ellen and uh, Thelma's relationship. And Thelma threatened to not speak to her again. Uh, she got over animosity, though, when uh, Ellen had been checked in in a hospital for surgery, but it was actually just for a fanny tuck, whatever <laughs> that is. <laughs> it was there that... Uh, Do you know what fanny means in uh, um, Europe? Is it the, it's the front part, isn't it? Yes. Okay, <laughs> so um, when you wear a fanny pack, ah. <laughs> that seems obscene to them. <laughs> well, it was uh, there that Thelma admitted to Ellen that she had always been favored, um, uh, that she had always favored her over, over the other children. Okay, so now I've got one more character I'm going to give a little overview on, and then you'll see how they all tie together. Um, I'm paying attention. Okay. Um, so then the last one, Fran Crowley. Fran is the uptight younger sister of Thelma Harper. At first, she was the only one living with Thelma until the arrival of her nephew, Vinton, and uh, his children. She was a reporter for one of Raytown's newspapers, the Raytown Bugle. She was also a budding author and had her own writing studio, which had been yanked from her from Thelma, who needed the room for Sonia, um, which was one of the kids of, uh, of Vinton's. A friend always looked like she was uh, one step away from a nervous breakdown, and she often stood up to her opinionated sister. At times, though, she would unbend... <laughs> and let her uh, hair down and lead and have some fun. She showed a side of herself. Uh, she indulged in some wine at the wedding preparations for Vent and Naomi Harper. Uh, she also uh, chaperoned Sonia's slumber party when Thumble was out of town. However, after two years, a friend had died as a result of swallowing a toothpick in the ladies' room at a local bar and grill, the Bigger Jigger. <laughs> <laughs> so her room eventually went to her great-grandnephew, Bubba Higgins, uh, which caused Vent and Naomi great consternation since they had been hanging into that room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got uh, the dead aunt, uh, Fran Crowley. We've got Vinton, of course, and his sister, Ellen Harper. Okay, so the reason all this is, is interesting to me anyway is that Fran was played by Rue McClanahan, um, <laughs> so she was the dead aunt, and Ellen, his sister, was played by Betty White. Um, wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The show apparently didn't get picked up initially. Like, it went for a season or maybe two. You got a lot of big names on there. Yeah, but it didn't get picked up. And so then in the meantime, those two ended up getting jobs on mm-hmm. on the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. And so the one character got completely written off of it. And then I think Betty White, they said, did a cameo of it after. Later on. Yeah, yeah. later on. Had but revisit. Had to return the Kenberry favor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do your show if you do mine. Right. So... So, yeah, so Thor was trying to get with his sister um, <laughs> <laughs> while his aunt was there, you know. No family values in right town. No, exactly. And no one remembers him. He'd been pining over his sister for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he was still pissed off that he didn't get his aunt's old room. So, um, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting that those three had been together on Mama's Family. I did not. I mean, I watched Mama's Family here and there, but I wasn't. It's been so long since I've watched mm-hmm. it that I did not remember either of those two being on it. That's mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. Because, I mean, I remember Naomi, but I guess Naomi would have probably come. I guess she would have been there right at the beginning, mm-hmm. though, too, wouldn't yeah. she? But yeah. And I, you say he was on uh I remember Bubba, the... Bubba wouldn't have been there until after they were gone, right? Yeah, he didn't join until, like, season three when the two older kids left. So, yeah, that's probably uh, when I, at least the episodes that I've seen were yeah. mostly And you said he'd been on Mod previously, too, right? Yeah, he had been on there, yeah. So he worked with all of them almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess everybody but maybe Sophia um, prior, you know, Estelle mm-hmm. Getty. And he was on Mo- Throw Mama from the Train. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's not. That was, it was. Yeah. Uh, Stop him on Mama Shoot. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. But he was on Throw Mama from the Train, so <laughs> you, you are right <laughs> that he was on that show. Ken Berry was on? Um, Somebody we watched recently was on that. It, maybe it wasn't Ken Berry, I don't remember, mm-hmm. but there was someone on one of the. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent episodes that was no, on Bill that. the Pharmacist probably could have been him as well yeah you can see him being in the writing class yeah but yeah I just wanted to throw that in I thought uh, call it a deep dive call it whatever you will yeah I had kind of wanted to if I had more kind of a fun summation if I had more time and energy mm-hmm. I would have liked to have done a game it would have had to been specifically for Brent because I knew he was the only one of us who really mm-hmm. knew Mama's family that well mm-hmm I was going to call it Mama Knows Best, mm. and I was going to see if Brent could tell us if it was a storyline or a character from Mama's family or a character who'd appeared on the Golden Girls, mm. um, but I just didn't have the energy to go through and find the <laughs> character from Mama's <laughs> <Yeah>. family <laughs> yeah. to add into it. So, um, 
uh, or I thought if I could figure out what actors, I'm sure there must have been actors that have appeared. I know there have been actors mm-hmm. that have appeared on both. Yeah. And to be like, has this person been on this one, that one, or mm-hmm. both? Yeah. Um, but again, I just didn't didn't quite have the energy to, to go that in depth. Yeah. They couldn't it. have done Star Trek because then the, the answer would have been always yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the above. Yeah, pretty much. So my portion of this episode is done other yeah. than giving my uh, ratings if they're asked for. Yeah, well, hold on. I've got to check my notes here. All right. <laughs> so MVP. For me? Yeah. Well, well I've, already, I've already spoiled my MVP, but for, uh, for his skipping, I gave it to Thor. Oh, yeah. So. I put Sophia. Mm. I don't remember exactly why, but she just has great lines. Yeah, I went with Kenneth Barry as well. I did like that uh, the description about the way that um, he was viewed on the show was so similar to how Rose is viewed on how mm-hmm. he was viewed on Mama's Family is so similar to mm-hmm. the character Rose plays on yeah. this show. <laughs> He's like the female, uh, or yeah. she's the female Denton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked how many slices did you give it? I liked the episode a lot. I mean, I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot. I gave it a six and a half. Oh, well. I gave it a little higher. I had six. Okay. Um, I think if they wouldn't have done gone to this well two weeks back, you know, right. definitely. But I will say that I definitely like this iteration of the story better than the last one. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I also think 6.5. Okay. So, I think I might already said, but my favorite line was, let's go pick out the teeth to wear tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was a great line. Yeah, this one might be at least uh, in the conversation at the end. I don't know if uh, that'll be a high enough score to get it in the top two, but yeah. it'll at least be probably, I bet it's in our top five for the season. You know, I am going to go and give it 6.5 because oh, okay. I don't think I was given enough credence to um, just the Sophia and, you know, Marvin and the sister. Okay, fair enough. Angle. So, 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 yeah. six, so 19 and a half. Uh, it's pretty good slices, turnout, yeah. 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 Good score for this episode. Cool. Yep. All that's left to say is, you know, standard closing. You know, the slut is dead. Long live the slut and stay golden, Coco. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at sophiaschoicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at sophiaschoicepc. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.